0: Last time, on Readerall Podcast. Starlet makes friends with a ham roast clad in armor.
1: I would like to offer you a position with us. We would like to avenge you, in a sense.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: And Bo discovers that our new friend may have more to tell us than we thought.
2: It almost looks like it it was necrotic energies that sealed this to the boar.
0: The goblins steal a major blow, and Leafy Wiener's backdoor is no longer safe
2: you start to see signs of a fight
0: and the resistance loses someone who is dear to them
2: and you see this javelin uh, much bigger than the others that is completely caved in his chest with force
0: now without a home the resistance is in shambles before they've even found their footing and the extent of the goblins ranks becomes ever more clear
2: it wasn't just goblins they set up an ambush. Do you know what a bugbear is?
0: But Groth believes that with Louis by his side, a stronger foothold can be
2: forged. What the hell are you doing, big man? Well, I found your spot. That's what I've been doing. Alright, what are we waiting for?
0: What has become of the rest of the resistance? Steal yourself, and journey with us into the depths of bark's back door on this episode of the Reroll Podcast.
2: Okay, welcome back.
0: How much money would I have to pay you to lick a toilet- like, not the seat, but the rim? Does
3: it always have to be poop or toilet related every
0: intro Because now? The, I- just- just- it's the easiest, like- form of humor, and it's also the most appealing. Not appealing, that's not the right word. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Here at Reroll Podcast, we like to shoot low. As low as we possibly can, with the maximum amount of effect.
4: At Reroll low, Podcast? I do mean,
0: uh, there, is, there is a way to do a dick joke there. So, But no, for real, like, I mean, if I had, like... Uh, let's say... Let's say Tanner, the toilet at uh, Marlene's, the, the rim... How much cash would I have to hand you right now to just do a quick little, just a little lick? It's got to be like the full surface of your tongue, but like it's not a quick little no lick. Like, then there's there's yeah, it's got to go like at least one inch, and then you're done.
2: Employee or customer bathroom?
0: Oh, customer for sure.
2: Oh god.
0: Uh, I can say it's the morning too. I'm assuming it gets cleaned like in the evening.
4: Maybe.
2: Oh, uh, morning. That's <laughs> a lot easier.
0: Like a couple hours after open.
2: This is. The- Okay, so I fucking, I hate questions like these, and this is why. Because I can sit right here and be like, $10 million, do it for $10 million, but if you come up to me with fucking $250,000 cash in hand, I'm going to feel different (laughs) than me sitting here being like, wow, it'd be, because I'm no longer thinking, wow, it'd be really gross to lick a toilet seat, I'm thinking, thinking wow, it'd be really nice to have $250,000, how much do I have to pay taxes out of that? Is that a gift?
0: Two things: no taxes, and you're guaranteed to not like have to go to the hospital or get any like weird like lifelong diseases or anything. Oh, and fifty dollars,
1: yeah. literally. <laughs> 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 That's what I was On a bad day, like twenty five bucks for my gas <laughs> tank bestie. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's not gonna make you throw up or like you know like hate yourself for the you know near future, but yeah, you won't get any like you won't be hospitalized or I mean, Or at yeah. least if you are hospitalized, it won't be lasting like lifelong disease, and you won't have to pay for
2: it. Okay, now i have having to pay for it, that's the, the
1: yeah. key. As long as I don't have to yeah. pay for it, I'll take a break in the, the hospital. You
2: get, you get $250,000, <laughs> but spend three days in the hospital, you get $50. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I would need a month's worth of wages at least. That's... Hmm.
0: Uh, what do yeah. they say? Yeah, that's that's like with the with the engagement ring, it's like three months salary with looking at toilet seat, it's like one.
4: <laughs> I didn't know that <laughs> so about like, engagement Okay, ring. now if you're comparing it to engagement ring, I guess it should be more than that.
2: <laughs> all right, you guys ready for real dumb fucking thought here? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why don't I, we just, we're already just, recording you? Why don't we just in order to in an effort to save money for our generation who's, you know, dealing with all sorts of economic issues, instead of engaging the people, why don't we prove our love by licking a toilet seat <laughs> and just be like, Will you marry me? And then just like, get down on the knee and lick the toilet seat and be like, that's how much I love you. That's no, the sign I know they have my bro.
4: I, I, that would be probably more proof than a ring.
2: Um,
4: I, that's what I'm saying. Hey, a, don't have
2: to worry about blood diamonds.
4: Um, like that's... No,
3: as a contender, I would say no. I don't want. I don't want
1: it. As a
0: contender. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're just you're willing to sell out. You just want that fucking rocket.
2: <laughs> Tell me, if I went and licked our toilet seat right now, you would not. You wouldn't marry me. <laughs>
1: You know, I think the most I would do is like when drink some you, nasty you know. beer or uh, bong water. I would do beer water beer water. water, beer water. I bong. mean, <laughs> I, at Budweiser. a certain point,
2: what's the difference? Put a rolling rock in a bong. Oh God,
0: <laughs> I'd rather look at toilet seat than drink another rolling rock. <laughs> like hands down,
2: I'm, I'll I'll take you up on that.
1: I actually don't mind rolling rock, but I <laughs> I don't like Rainier. I feel the same about Rainier.
0: Well, there you go. Oh, nice. See, I could I could still slam Rainier. Yeah. Yo, What's up, my friend? Sorry. I was I was just gonna say now, now now that I know that,
5: um, when you tell me that you you just want that rock, I'm just gonna get you rolling rock. But
3: I do go. not. No, to be clear, oh, I don't <laughs> I don't, I, I really don't, I'm not a fan of diamonds, which sounds really stupid, but I'm not. I'm not a
2: fan of licking toilet seats. <laughs> <of yours. laughs>
0: I'm not a fan of rolling rock. Dude, if, if I could get fucked up from licking a toilet seat, I would lick a toilet seat 100% of the time than, like, as opposed to drinking a rolling rock.
2: To be fair, we don't have definitive evidence that that will not fuck you up.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is a guy who got fucked up off of, like, fumes of shit, so, I mean, you don't necessarily have to yeah, lick it, called, but It's, it's called it.
2: butthash, and it's
0: amazing. But- <laughs> Make it in prison. When you don't have any other options. Oh, right alongside so, the hooch. When the fucking warden takes away your toilet wine, you fucking sniff some butt fumes and you get the shit done, you know?
4: Get shit done. Hmm. Let's
0: take a random sample here. Aside from throwing up in a toilet, how many of us have actually licked the toilet seat? Because I haven't.
2: Uh, no. What are you talking about? No. Who would have Why would involved? anyone do that? Um, yes. You think <laughs> well, there is a one. You, one you got in a sample f- of five. Six <laughs> chances.
1: <laughs> I mean okay, I haven't licked a toilet seat but I have there been ex- excessively <laughs> drunk and thrown up over a toilet seat and probably been a little too friendly with it so I've gotten I mean... fucking
0: yeah. like fucking neck deep in a toilet before throwing up yeah. right oh, there man. with you but I haven't I haven't explicitly tried to lick the toilet seat I mean but the point that I was trying to make was that like we don't have enough data here like you were saying none of us has actually licked a toilet seat how do we know it doesn't get you fucked up like we could be. Literally sitting on a fucking gold mine here.
2: Stupid. <laughs> well,
1: we know that the splashback of the water when you throw up into it into your mouth doesn't get you fucked up. So I feel like that's enough evidence for me.
0: I'm but s- that's the water. That's not the toilet seat. Tanner, you're a fearless leader. Get in that bathroom and fucking yeah. go just take one. <laughs> I drink. mean, I
2: I think honestly, if we're like grading like high to low, I probably am the most likely to be willing like if some <laughs> fucking if Elon Musk comes in here and is like, I'm gonna i t- I'm gonna t- pay you a certain number to lick that toilet seat and we're gonna find which is something he would do that number which very possibly i feel like i'd be far on the lower end than you guys and that makes me sad
3: i think that high to low the number of people that have come into the intros and been like that's disgusting i'm skipping this are probably very high
0: people are gonna yeah. skip the intro anyway so we might as well make it something that's worth skipping
4: yeah. <laughs> what All I know, Ayla, is the next time that Tan says he loves you, you have to say, do you prove it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe you. Uh, Welcome back to the Reroll podcast, everybody.
2: I'd apologize to my mom, but I know she didn't make it to episode four, let alone this far.
0: I'm sure she wrote you off a long time ago, too. Let's be honest. (laughs) Yeah. All right, where were we?
2: Well, actually, I've got a little bit of a treat for you guys to start out. We're going to... uh, Take a walk down memory lane. Got another memory <laughs> coming out for you guys. Ooh. Oh, yes. I'm excited. Is it Crunch? good. Uh, <laughs> it may or may not be Crunch.
0: Crunch would like a toilet seat.
2: <laughs> Crunch has. Crunch does regularly. Crunch, Get some Crunch up. Crunch is a toilet seat. <laughs> in fact, if Crunch looks a toilet seat, he's actually the dirtier of the exchange. The toilet seat's
0: like, oh, gross.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Need to find some music for this.
1: Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Don't Don't you wish your
2: girlfriend (laughs) licked a seat for me? (laughs) Don't you? Don't (laughs) you? The stench of stale beer hangs in the air just beneath the foul odor of goblins. Like oil sitting on water. A poor excuse for a bar sits at a noticeable slant with bar stools that are uneven and unmatching. A fur-lined, ursine man slams down a wooden bowl, chipped and marred with assorted bite marks. A sharp grin crawls across Crunch's face. <laughs> Five shinies for you, Crunch, the imposing man mutters, seemingly without the ability to move the left side of his face. What? "'Yesterday it was three. "'I like you less than I did yesterday,' the creature sharply replies. Crunch grunts and places an assorted mixture of quote-unquote shinies in front of him. Two copper pieces, two bottle caps, and a smooth piece of glass. The large man huffs in disdain as he uh, scrapes the junk off the counter with his clawed hands the rambunctious crowd suddenly comes to a screeching silence as the cell door that leads to the chamber of pain swings open. Doo, doo, doo. Heavy footprints. The steel giant steps forward, dwarfing even the bugbears. He holds a lifeless goblin in his left hand like a child would hold a broken doll. He tosses it on the center of the tattered rug in the room. I do not expect you feeble whelps to be able to distinguish the material I am after. However, I am no fool to be tricked. He tosses a badly assembled mask at the corpse. If you bring me what I require, I will reward you with treasures beyond your wildest dreams. But if you try to deceive me, I will break you in both mind and body. His words hang on the air, drenched in fear. He turns and returns beyond the cell door, locking it behind him. That is why we need the girl back. A creepy magic might give us the upper hand we need, says the goblin sitting next to Crunch. You coming or not? Eh, fine. Crunch says, reaching down and sliding out a jagged goblin dagger. You always were a prick, screw, but maybe this time you're right. And he begins to carve in the bar. Crunch was here. (laughs) And we fade back in. This time to another tall being. Roth, Accompanied by the dwarf Louie. And... Growth, you come upon a sight that your companion saw just maybe an hour before you. A dead goblin, peppered with arrows. A severed goblin hand that is now quite a ways away from the goblin. <laughs> a dead boar and... The dead body of a teenager. The red-haired Wesley that you... I've seen. I took a chicken from that guy once. Louis turns away and he says, Broth, I, uh I don't know if this is quite a good idea. There's already a dead teen involved. That could be Hannah.
5: Louis, that's why this is a good idea. We need to get these people away from the chance of shit like this happening again. Fuck! Or would you rather leave him here?
2: No, no. You and I, we're gonna come back, we're gonna bury that boy.
5: Of course, I'll fucking bury him right now, I'd take a huge fucking handful of dirt its like half a human body size.
2: Says, wait. Let's meet with your friends first. you come back.
5: You're right, you're right. We're to find him a spot of honor. Then we are better.
2: And flashing over to the rest of you inside with Tree Bark Everglade. You guys. Have sort of sat around for the last hour or so, uh, just kind of waiting, as Tree Bark explains to, and you probably, I imagine, catch up Lilac and Tree Bark on, on the Lab, and, and Tree Bark is explaining Wesley's death to pretty much everybody, and, and I think it's it's pretty important to him, at least to what you guys see, to face to face tell every person about the death of Wesley. Uh, in fact, anybody who's interested can rule an in insight. believe I will.
5: Wait, sorry. Is this after I get back?
2: No, I'm sorry. You are not there, Graf.
5: Then I believe I will. Oh. <laughs> uh,
4: two things. It makes me really happy that you did a, a crunch viewpoint. And second Yay. thing, I think once we got in, Shadow kind of went over... To the corner and is just sitting in the shadows with her knees pulled up to her chest and just watching right now. I rolled an insight and I got a 10 because I'm rolling like shit.
2: I mean, I think with a 10, it's easy to feel the palpable sadness in the air. This is, and you see it in shadow, you see it in the random people's faces, you see tree bark very stoic. But this was a, this was a loss. And at this point, coming down the hall, you you hear two sets of footsteps—one familiar, heavy footsteps of Roth—that you can probably identify at this point. And pretty quickly, out of the shadows, he emerges with Louis Hamilton. What do you guys say?
3: Um, both smile appears in like seeing someone familiar and knowing that this is the first time that they've come together in this sense and that makes him feel you know happy to see him but then it quickly disappears
1: yeah I think Star probably just makes eye contact with Groth and just uh, continues to feel the solemnness in the room
5: Uh, yeah Groth is anybody in the room who doesn't know who Louie is. They don't worry, everyone. It's Mon here. He's the real resistance. Carry on, please.
2: Lilac steps forward. She says. Oh, we know who he is. And she takes her hood and drops it. And this is actually the first time you've seen Lilac without her, her uh Her hood pulled over. And the... Burn scarring across her face is much worse than you thought it was. It creeps along her head, and her hair is practically doesn't grow on the right side of her head. Um, the left side seems untouched, like a sort of a bob cut. Um, it's messy, mangled, and at this sight, Louis sort of gasps. He's like, <gasps> lilac. Been a long time, Louie. I... I didn't think... I didn't think any of you, Lani, made it. And she's... Steps forward and she's like, Well, it's been a long... And she's cut off very quickly by Louie running up and just sort of giving her a bear hug. And... Flint, I think you probably noticed this. You see Treebark sort of like half-draw a dagger. Realize there's no imminent danger and slowly like push it back into his hill white knuckled
0: on that note if tree bark would have uh i don't know if he would have noticed but um maybe surprisingly to him if he did uh blint kind of like reach towards his hand axe too at the same moment
2: i think he did i think he shot you a, a glance and there is just that shared moment of untrusting and and defensible like this almost jumpy defense
0: right so uh would flint be able to he'd be able to recognize if uh louis was from like the mountain from like brunsholt or if he was a like a hill dwarf like uh, flint right
2: yeah actually uh i believe believe that louis immigrated from Brunsholt uh uh, Louis is a mountain dwarf, so he's probably a, a decent amount more pale than you. A uh, little bit of a wider, broader shoulders.
0: More of like a Germanic kind of
2: exactly like
0: accent. Yeah, okay, cool. Um.
2: bark steps forward and says, I'm sorry to interrupt this reunion, but we need to make our next steps clear we need to plan i i think it is wise to move to this laboratory where Kella is especially in light of last night's events
0: big men like groth would have been pretty hard to miss in town and i think they'll notice their blacksmith missing i think that this place is becoming increasingly unsafe oh um just off
5: real quick off screen thing i wanted to mention uh i wanted to Get Miss uh, Miss Winthrop to sort of start a, you know, under the table rumor that maybe Louis had been kidnapped by goblins. Sort of sow discord around the the event of his disappearance.
2: Um, I'll, you know, I'll say that's probably your overarching plan, and, and Louis says, "Yeah, I I think that's a good idea. We could we could do that, and I, we spoke briefly to Winthrop about it, but." I have a couple plans where I've managed to gather some goblin weapons and, and such in my time. Could really set the scene.
0: On that note, uh, Flint wants to take, uh, I keep making up fake names. We're going to actually keep forgetting her her actual name. What's Lilac. her name again? Lilac, okay. Lilac. Let's take Lilac aside and just talk to her.
2: Yes, uh, if this is about the the tip you gave me earlier, I I have plans to go. I need to get my house in order first.
0: I would send somebody sooner rather than later. I can't guarantee that that opportunity isn't going to... I can't guarantee it's going to be there forever.
2: Let's get my people to the lap, and I'll head out.
0: Just tell me where you need me.
2: And she sort of nods at the rest of you, and she says, I agree. I think we need to leave this place immediately. Perhaps now is the best time. It might be daylight and perhaps we are spotted, but think leading this, and she looks around and looks at all the people who are still very much not warriors or uh, many of them injured in different ways or old. And she says, I don't know how well the group itself will fare in a fight. And I'm afraid that Nighttime might hold dangers for us
0: every minute that we stay here is a gamble but i'm sure you know that by now
2: yes everyone pack your bags we will be leaving here within an hour
0: yeah just really quick though i just wanted to say like flint kind of being familiar with like kind of gorilla you know transportation tactics and stuff just being a smuggler is gonna Walk around and start like instructing people, like, okay, like this is what we should take, this is what can be left behind, this is how we should pack it up, and this is how we should move it.
2: Give me the, give me that smuggling check, bro.
0: Okay.
2: I'm actually, one of those smug checkies. Maybe this would Smuggy be a, check. a perfect time
5: to assist. snuggle uh, check. Instead of actually take a full action for Groth, because Groth was just gonna say, everybody decide what what kind of weapon you want to fight with. Grab two of them from the scrap pile, carry that for yourself. We'll forge it on the other end into one good one.
2: Tell you what, you roll me a blacksmithing, we'll say yours is more taking the, you know, what weapons are salvageable, what are, you know, a waste of time. Meanwhile, yours is more logistics. Uh, Flint. Got it.
3: I also wanted to have, like, while while we're packing up, while we're all helping, um, ask Louis if he's heard our makeshift plan for, in like, it's, like, um... Hinting at the burning of the house. The event.
2: He says, says, I haven't heard anything. All I know is, hell, I didn't even know Lilac was alive.
3: I'll let you guys catch up, and I'll, like, respect his space and hope that they will talk about it. If not, I'll bring it up or talk to
4: Lilac later.
2: Yeah, so smuggling, give me your smuggling and blacksmith rolls. Yeah, uh, Nineteen. Eight. Okay. (laughs) I think the struggle, Groth, that you come in with is all the weapons are bad quality, so you just kind of end up leaving half and half. You really don't have the time to sort of pick out the finite details of the difference between absolutely, you know, scrap metal versus something you could possibly work with. Um, However, with your helps, Flint, you, you... really light a fire under these people and you're able to get this caravan together in about half the time
0: um yeah so flint's just kind of taking up action walking around just saying um starts yelling all right you scruffy band of vagabonds everybody gets one small bag of personal effects then it's clothes and weapons and food we do not bring the beds we do not bring anything else that you cannot carry on your back now let's get this moving and get the hell out of here
5: what well, can carry some beds on my back
1: <laughs> you don't want these ones Bo's beginning to trust Flint and be like You heard him <laughs> Um Star wants to see uh, Go up to Lilac and ask her Um Do you want to help me Maybe gather some of Kella's things Uh I know a little bit about Her oh. potion making But I'm not super well-versed. I wonder if someone that is close to her would know a little more than me.
2: She has a crate um, that we can take with, but I think she actually brought all her essentials when she left with you.
1: Alright, I will go and uh, get it started. If there's anything you need help with, let me know.
2: Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, and everything organizes really quickly, uh, and within 30 minutes, 45 minutes, everybody's ready to go. And Tree Treebark uh, comes up to you, uh, Starlet, and he says, I will take a point up front. I'd like you to be in the back. I think we are the two most perceptive around here. Spread your team out wherever you need, but there's no way we can move these people quietly. We need to move them quickly.
1: Star just gives a quick nod and she also, um, she puts a hand on his shoulder and she'll say, I'm sorry we weren't here when it mattered, but hopefully this time, if anything happens, we'll be around to help combat it. Um, on another note, I wanted to let you know there is a boar roaming around where we uh, will be joining Kella. It's our friend. We cannot eat it. I'm trying to help it, and it knows some information, so for now I would like you to steer clear from eating it, but it may help you find food.
2: We will not be eating that boar. The ecosystem of their species here has clearly been disturbed, perverted. Star nods. As for earlier, it wasn't your fault. And he sort of pulls his shoulder away and he says, it was mine. And he starts to walk away.
0: So, uh, wait, how many people are, how many, uh, excluding, like, the main players here? How many, like, uh, Roughly people? a dozen. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, Flint's just gonna say, uh, alright, so we both, before we start moving, we're all gonna split up into groups of four. If you stop for any reason, if you get accosted by soldiers or bandits or what have you, start yelling that you lost your friend Stefan. That will give the other groups a chance to avoid you, or come and help if they so deem fit. Other than that, do not stop until we reach our destination. Do not leave anything behind. Is that clear?
2: Clear, clear, definitely
1: clear. Oh, that's clear. <laughs> yeah, it's clear. I'm walking hey, that's here. super clear. It's a clear. <laughs> Mamma mia.
3: I just, I'm just like, keep your hands and feet inside the
1: vehicle. And we're just like, on the way. <laughs> or Starlet Moonbow or Tree Bark will cut them off. <laughs> Thank you and goodbye. <laughs> and that's it.
0: <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your flight. Uh,
5: I'm gonna Enjoy catch...
1: the in-flight twigs. Sorry.
5: <laughs> I'm going to catch uh, Violet and... Treebark I don't know whose
2: Violet is.
5: Nope, nope, you're right. Vilac. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Battle. Violet,
5: Violak, the Hedgeson. Um no, I'm gonna catch I'm gonna catch Lilac and Tree Bark before they split up and say Speaking of leaving nothing. We can make a hell of a diversion if we uh if we tear out some of these under support pillars and set this place on fire. But uh Lilac, this is your house. Or it was. So I'm going to leave that to be your call.
2: She looks back at it and she says, Leave it. It may come in handy for our mission. Understood.
4: I think before, like, everyone's all ready to go, um, Shadow will kind of stir from her corner and go up to Bo and say, uh, With everyone leaving, uh, maybe we should... Tell him we finished the job. Um, that's true.
2: Yeah. Get that money.
3: Yeah, I think it might be time for that. Um, uh, for now, I don't want to separate from the group. I want to be here to protect these people, but maybe that's next. Thanks for reminding me. I think that, that this could all maybe fall into place. Our celebration that we might have to, to hold at the house may come pretty soon now.
5: Well, to think about it, tactically uh if we tell them now they may move some soldiers in here to to, uh clear the place may move some forces away from where patrols may catch this uh this this back door that we're using
2: that's also a good point what about william we
4: got to bring william with us
2: william doesn't do well with people
4: but he's kella's friend
1: star is going to look at something like spiders perhaps um something else will happen
2: but i if, we'll feel like see. i made a mistake by like, giving chase it fear. You put,
1: know, put it into fear three charges a day bestie <laughs> that is so many there's so many so things many that i can fuck around with <laughs> i know i'm
2: jealous
3: uh, what so kind so of new accent party members what kind oh. of
2: accent
1: bestie. does a
0: spider have oh it's definitely ray romano you can definitely <laughs> animal, friendship. Animal, the creatures. Yeah,
1: animal
3: friendship yeah, is 24 yeah. hours, I yeah. think. Oh, that'd be super cool.
1: Yeah.
3: You could, problem we could is take the other camp. monster's room.
0: <laughs> Maximus is gonna be like, Bro, what the fuck? No.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna be stuck in a web like, I hate it.
1: <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm trying just to decide
1: on there. whether or not I should do animal friendship or speak with animals because it seems like it's kind of already friends but the more it's more a matter of like talking to it and like, trying I, to persuade it to come with us i think
3: i feel like animal friendship because it's more of like a charmed effect isn't it so it's like it will if it succeeded then you're you're good for like that amount of time you don't have to friendship. keep rolling in your persuasions it, and stuff friendship
0: True? it regards you as friendly but it doesn't necessarily just do what you tell it to right but if
3: you're friendly then you have its best interests then why not
5: yeah maybe Also, will mean, send know you. all this what would Star do?
1: Star's been having good luck with Speak With Animals. Is this an That's animal? True. It's a bug. Yeah, it's an animal. An animal bug. Okay. It's mm. an arachnid.
0: I also want to point out, Flint still has no idea this thing even exists.
4: I mean, you've <laughs> heard us talk about
0: he's gonna it. Be like, he's going to be like ushering people out and keeping everybody in line, and Star's going to walk by with a giant fucking spider.
1: <laughs> You're like, what about William? She's I'm like, like oh, no. She's voguing too with the spider. It's going to be amazing.
2: So if you do animal friendship, it gets a save. Um, mm-hmm. If you do speak with animals, you have to convince it.
1: I'm doing speak with animals. I feel like that's it has been working for me. I'm going to use my last charge on it and hope for the best. That's fair.
0: <clears throat> okay. Shadow tags a little. I vote it sounds like Jay Leno. Uh, you don't get a vote. It's my world.
1: <laughs> Bro. This is not <laughs> we a democracy. No. It's, I'm going to be so sad. I'm going to roll this and get really well. And you're going to be like, it's too stupid to understand you. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, speak with animals. I guess I cast this, like, okay, first off, can we, can I roll, like, a survival or something and see if I can catch a couple of birds or, like, a rabbit or something just to feed it? Sure. Okay. Okay, we got a 17.
2: Okay, yeah, you, you catch a big, plump bird.
1: Sweet, okay. Um, I actually do want Shadow to come with me.
4: Okay. Oh, she's coming.
1: Yeah, I figured she would anyway, but I'm I, like, I need your help. Uh, okay,
2: so you walk down the hallway back towards the actual basement of the Huani Manor. You go to the ladder where there's cut bindings still and the crunch was here, scraped into the ground. Um, you go, I assume you open up the door, or the, mm-hmm. the false bookshelf rather? Yes. You're going to have to roll acrobatics to avoid the webbing
4: i have major armor on by the way
2: it's probably smart
1: i think i want to i'm gonna wave off uh like shadow i want her to stay like at the door first um just until i can get a chance to talk to it i mean that's up to you on whether or not you want to follow me but she's gonna try and warn you she'll say like i i think it would be best if you wait here until i've made contact uh Won't be much help if we both get stuck in the web and die. Alright.
4: Shadow not stay at the door and just kind of watch. Bo's probably standing
3: at, like, the back door, at least, and just making sure, being concerned with the fact that I literally just went headfirst last time into (laughs) the webs. I'm just gonna make sure you guys get out, because I wouldn't have if no one was there.
1: Yeah, I definitely let everyone know, but, you know, still. Yeah, I'm just
3: kind of waiting for you, for you guys to make sure you get out.
2: Okay, so you sort of, you know, weasel your way in there without touching any web, and you're a good like five, ten feet in the room. What are you doing, it's dark.
1: Star? Yeah, uh, I think I have dark vision, but still, I know it's dark, dark. Um,
2: dork, 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 dork.
1: Is dork is fucking here? Okay, Star is going to cast that spell, um, <clears throat> and she'll hold out the chicken. Uh and say, I would like to speak with you, and she'll toss it onto the web, like, if you maybe five feet in front of her.
2: It hits the web, shaking, and just doing that thing where, like, very tight string like, shakes, just vibrates, you almost even can fill a note in, a musical note on your head, and Seemingly out of, like, a wall of darkness, one hairy leg after another, and this giant spider creeps forward into view and says, Why, hello there! I am William Spiderson. May I perhaps eat this chicken?
1: Star uh, bows deeply and says, Please, be my guest. I brought it for you.
2: By the spider gods, this is no chicken. It is a gull, and it just <laughs> deep throats it. He <laughs> was
1: not this nice to me. No, he can't help it. He's got spiderly instincts. Ha! This
0: priest <laughs> looks quite delectable.
1: <laughs> My bad, good chap.
2: <laughs> Maybe he wanted to deep throat you. I am still quite hungry. You look rather appetizing, though a little hairy. <laughs> you just sort of takes another step towards you.
1: Star laughs and uh she'll say I would ask you not to do that because you see I am here trying to save you from whatever fate may bestow you when we leave. Would are you willing to listen to me or and she'll grab her uh like dagger she'll just grab a hold of it and she's like I would hate to resort to fighting. Truly, I'm not sure if I would win, but I think right now we only have a few minutes to talk, and I would like to get you out of here if I can.
2: Roll a persuasion. Or animal handling, whatever's higher.
3: <laughs> it's funny, because Star is always, like, persuasive and then, like, a little bit violent and threatening, <laughs> and then but also being like, but I want to help you, and I'm grabbing my dagger, and Just then like I want to help. Just like any other cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Speaking of which the uh, your guys' cat has been following Flint around, just sort of like stepping with like power and authority. Chest puffed out. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Like, like, Can meow. I beg for uh a reroll because of the food I brought it?
2: I'll give you advantage, sure.
1: Advantage, that's what I'm thinking. Thank you. Oh, thank fucking God. <laughs> All right, uh, that's a 22. Natural 19 on that bad boy.
0: The first one was a six, in case anybody was interested. Ooh, spicy. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, my good lady, it sounds like you have this all figured out. I, uh, William Spiderson, would be nothing if not a cordial gentleman to follow such a wise creature.
1: (laughs) Okay, so Star... um, She'll kind of talk quickly from here on out. She'll start with, uh, I believe that we are going to be having some guards clear this place out. Uh, we're leaving, so we, the people who came to clear it out initially are going to tell them that it's good to go. Uh, this, I mean, in some cases could be good for you because there's guards here, you can try and eat them, but the chances of you surviving past a few days are quite slim, especially if they just decide to burn it down. My proposition to you is you come with us. We are traveling to another location. Um, There will be plenty of woods around, and I would ask that you help keep the area clean of disturbances. I mean, you'd be mostly free. I would ask that you don't eat any of the people that belong to this compound, but... Any others, uh, that seem to wander in and have ill intent, I would say are all free game to you. No more waiting for the food to come to you.
2: My good lady, how do I tell the difference?
1: Um, she'll ask, do you have a sense of smell by chance?
2: I, I, I don't know. My dear, would have to <laughs> look that up on Google. <laughs> but i have eight
1: eyes eight eyes well perhaps it would take some time or maybe we can come up with a phrase that they can say to uh discourage you from killing them how about if but... it screams
0: and run away you should eat it because <laughs> everybody else who knows you're here like <laughs>
1: yeah, i mean yeah. well everyone else that knows he's here is terrified of them they don't want to
2: <laughs> go yeah. in there why don't you just point and say yum-yums, and I, William Spiderson, will clearly know the code of that and what it means.
1: What
0: if they we... can blink once for eat me and twice for don't eat me. Blink
2: <laughs> your third and seventh eye.
1: Star says, perhaps we'll come up with a phrase that they can give to you or a word they can shout. Uh, you'll just have to memorize what that sounds like. Obviously, it won't be in spider because, well, they won't be able to speak to you. If they don't now.
0: That phrase for eat me will be, dear Jesus, fuck, is that a giant spider? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, Okay. Anyway, but we'll figure that out along the way. As far (laughs) as going to heading there for now, I would say keep your eyes peeled for um, any animals you can eat. You're more than welcome to, but uh, be wary of the boars with metal on them. As well as you are not allowed to eat the one boar that has metal on it out where we're going. give me a digestion anyway. This is
2: getting very confusing. I will go up to something and point at it, and if. You, and if you give me one of these, put your third arm out, I will know that's eat me. If you put your second arm out, I will know that is not eat me. Star, uh, Star like pinches her weird. brow and
1: she's like, okay, I agree this is getting a little too confusing. How about this? And um, she points towards the door where Shadow is standing and she says, If you will allow that one to ride you, she will tell you what you can and cannot eat. By giving you a series of pats on the head. Two pats for yes, eat. One pat for no.
2: Splendid.
1: All right. <laughs> And, yes. uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining that? Star in the dark negotiating with the spider.
0: <laughs> like, I just right. love the idea of this giant fucking spider rocking up to somebody who has no fucking idea what's going on, and the spider just
1: points to the <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Alright, like so, that's, to that's finish curious. this up, Star says, alright, uh, I believe our time here has run out, and we need to get going. Uh our friend here will probably try to mount you as soon as we walk out of the store. So good luck. She's very kind though. So, Which um, Shadow riding
0: a giant spider is baller as fuck,
1: by the way. High key. Yeah. I'm, uh, she's been wanting to ride one of the animals. So I'm like, give her the spider.
2: <laughs> okay. And yeah, I mean, Shadow, <laughs> tell me, tell me how that plays out.
4: Well, I mean, I feel like Shadow's not completely dumb, even though she kind of is. And she could tell this is a dangerous creature. She's fascinated by it. But she wouldn't... I don't think she would actually try to, like, touch it or get on it without, like, some sort of knowledge that that's going to work out.
1: Well, Star definitely... I think on her way out, you see this horrifying, disgusting spider crawl out from the door um, just behind me, and Star will look at you and say, Well... I got you a mount, um, you will be letting the spider whether letting the spider know or William uh, Know whether or not he can eat Certain things uh, by giving him a one pat for no, you may not eat and two pats for yes You may eat. Are you comfortable with this?
2: Meanwhile, William puts his uh, second arm right over Shadow's head and is looking at you.
1: <laughs> um, s- shit, what did I say? One pat for no? No, two pats for no. Uh, Star so pats him twice. Yes. <laughs> oh Wait. There's two pats for yes, there's one pat for no. <laughs> okay, two pats or one pat for no. <laughs> Alright, sh- he eats her. No.
4: <laughs> Shadow's like, oh my gosh, my new best friend? And like, we'll slowly approach and try to Pet it before, like, take it slow. Pet it
2: first. <laughs> you pet it twice and it eats around a person. <laughs> is, is somebody gonna write <laughs> down which me. one needs eat and
0: which one doesn't. Yeah, here and I'll, then she'll, I'll write she'll them. Uh, write on a sticky note. And put on, it it on it. Williams head.
1: And it's just kind of like laying <laughs> oh, on the back yeah. of it. <laughs> We're gonna give him one of those like cold brands so it doesn't hurt him, but like you can see on the, like his ass or something, it says one pat for yes, eat two pat for no or whatever the fuck it is.
4: No, it was one pat was no and then two one pats pat was no. yes. Two, pats for no, Two pets for
1: no, right?
2: Yes, one pet. No, yes. Okay, perfect. Hi, never... hello, little meal. You must be the judge. You're executioner for all of my feastings. Of course, you can't hear this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> if <I've> can <Stark laughs> like... <laughs> if Stark can hear it, she looks at Shadow and she says, "He says hi."
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Flint, at a certain point of you organizing everything. Shit. Star walks out, followed by a giant spider. What in the bloody hell? Jesus Christ, what the fucking good God? What is that? Uh, and William raise, uh, like, uh, Pat puts Pat his plans. second arm. <laughs> What's it doing?
0: Why is it doing? Why is it pointing at me like that?
1: <laughs> help! Somebody help! <laughs> star says, could you fucking not? <laughs> could you? Could you, I fucking not? Could you fucking? Why is there a spider? It's our friend.
2: Uh-huh. Tree Bark is in stitches behind you, <laughs> just like laughing, like just like high-pitched, like screeching, like, <laughs> like can't even catch Flint, his breath.
0: Flint after a minute, just kinda calm me down, just looks around with his hands on his hips, just when were you guys when were you going to tell me that there is a giant spider hiding in there? <laughs>
5: oh, how drunk were you about uh about three episodes ago? <laughs>
0: That's a trick question. I'm always drugged.
5: Well, that's a trick answer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys are getting ready. It's been almost an hour at this point, and you know, over the next fifteen minutes, the spider's going up to pretty much everybody and just like pouring <laughs> over. <it. laughs>
4: I think that Shadow maybe using like either Minor Illusion or Mage Hand is trying to get it to go outside so he could start looking for food out there.
2: Okay, and it it follows pretty quickly. Um, But just to get this going, you guys all get everybody moving. Anything you want to do before you leave this place.
3: Yeah, um, I just wanted to kind of rein in whoever will listen. Mostly the bigger people like us and like um, Tree Bark and, you know, uh, Lilac and people if they're around to listen or can catch it. But um, I was thinking about going... And reporting back but I honestly I don't know if that's the best idea right now I think that like if we're on the move it might not be the safest if we're having people kind of get on our trail right as we're leaving there's a fresh trail I think that that could be really dangerous and I'm not sure if I agree with that also I don't want to separate myself from you guys because I want to be here to protect you especially since we weren't here when you needed us just recently
5: yes hold <laughs> off lo- hold off holy man we can come back tomorrow morning
3: I want to come back and I want to do this um, as, as soon as we can. I just think that it's this is more important right now to successfully get from point A to point B.
2: It also won't Indeed. take long, especially with you guys moving at a faster pace. Okay. It's only yeah, an hour away. Okay.
0: Real quick, I was just gonna vote that we, the core group, kind of travels in the middle of like these separate like groups of three or four of the of the other people, just so we can hear if there's any commotion as
2: we're moving. But I thought
3: that, that um yeah. that Tree Bark requested that he and Star stayed at the back oh, because right, of their yep. perception. Um, uh, no. Treebark
2: was going to lead and Star was going to stay at the back.
4: Oh, I see. Yeah. Taking front and back. Oh,
2: <clears throat> so they're going to roll perceptions. Um, actually, everybody, give me a perception.
4: And I think Shadow and William are off to like one of the sides, a distance away from the group. Like close enough that we I could hear if someone shouted, but like staying out and looking for creatures on the way.
2: Well, what I'm thinking is shadow pretty much pretty quickly when this group starts moving the spider doesn't really have any sort of packed instincts and and pretty quickly and maybe even to your alertness he's climbing like just the sides of trees like just getting up into sort of the more thick uh taller parts of these sort of like fir trees and it's just sort of scaling along the top of the um sort of the ceiling of of these uh uh, big bush trees and even on top of them like picking out like like very quietly quietly moving even how large you are and you're gripping to the back of this and you see him like picking out like he gets a squirrel here and just like shoves it into his mouth um maybe even like plucks a bird like stops for a second and hunkers down and leaves and like plucks a bird out and grabs it like spins it in some web and hands it back to you to hold on (laughs)
4: she'll take it and put it in her pocket um as
3: as bo's trying to do this i'm going to explain why my score is kind of low but bo's watching like having a really hard time not watching shadow do this being in interest of her safety but also in total horror and the in (laughs) awe of her like bravado of riding this fucking spider um so that's why i got an eight
2: (laughs) i imagine even on that like bo you you it's, you're probably like looking back to where you think the spider is, and sometimes, like, you see the tree shake a little bit from the weight, but other times, you don't see it at all, and that's what really terrifies you.
4: Same thing with Shadow, that's, I'm already used to that. And I think <laughs> uh, Shadow's like just having a blast, and was like, I bet. And she's like, Kill him, this is so cool. Mm <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, this like you kind of hear like a creepy child's laugh, sort of off in the distance, and you oh turn around. And there's a giant spider prowling, <laughs> oh my god, up, like way up in the trees. Yeah, like, that's a... So
2: fucking terrifying. That's awesome.
1: I imagine you see like the spider like upside down on the tops of the trees, right there, and then Ooh. like the girl's hair hanging out behind. Oh it. my god, just like me. like, <laughs> like super it? excited face on. Yeah, that would be fucked, dude.
2: <laughs> All right, give me your perceptions. Eighteen. Not mine. Oh. Yeah, I got yours. Eighteen. 16, I got
1: a sixteen. I got a nine. I think mine is probably because I'm just like trying to get everything together, and I'm hoping the spider doesn't kill Shadow. But I'm also like, eh, well, <laughs> it'll be fine. We'll figure it out.
2: I think that's the same with Tree Bark and you. I think you both—it's such a like loud, noisy group just by nature, and especially you guys—you know—wanted to go fast. There's so much to take care of. But I think, I think Flint, this is not unusual to you. You're kind of in your element here. Um and groth i think i think your determination is kind of pushing you and and you're kind of not in fear of this spider so you're seeing with a clearer head um but none of you guys notice anything uh you keep an eye out you don't think you're noticed anything like that uh and you guys manage to get to the alchemy lab with without instance
1: sweet all right cool
2: um and you approach, and, and uh, as you're approaching, Kella's outside, and she's just like, oh, my God. And Tree Bark, uh, of course, is the first one sort of up there, and it's like, we lost Wesley. She goes, what? The goblins got him. I'm sorry. We had to move fast. And he puts his hand on her shoulder. She's like, what about william and at that moment william kind of cresses over like the tree line with shadow on his back and she's like oh (laughs) oh thank god okay hey come inside take it lead everybody in everybody starts funneling in behind tree bark and tree bark kind of goes and clears it a little bit uh uh kella waits for lilac as she approaches and Louis is right behind them actually. Um, what do you guys want to do?
1: Um. Shit, we just showed up, right?
2: Just showed up. Yep. Okay. All shuffling in.
1: Okay, I think Star is gonna wait until everyone gets in. So if you guys want to do anything before that, that's fine. But um, she's gonna like stop Shadow and the spider and stuff.
4: Well, I before, imagine. Like... Sorry. well mm, Go ahead. I was just going to say, imagine that I don't have that much control of the spider.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I don't think... I think the spider's just doing what it wants.
4: Mm-hmm. No, yeah, so, I mean, I'm... I just if she riding, can
1: catch it. them, like... Well, I guess, I don't know. I she... Think,
2: you go ahead. I think the, you know... A couple things kind of happen simultaneously here. I think the spider comes down, and... Kella goes to sort of, like, interact with it, and is kind of surprised as... as just getting the spider to move uh, from where it was on top of doing so with these people, but she is intercepted by Louie, who's like, Kella? God damn. And he's like, his tear, his eyes are swelling up with tears. He's like, I didn't, I didn't know this. Today is full of miracles, and he like hugs her, and he's like, I thought I lost both you and Lyley. And she's like, thank you, Uncle Louie, thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> and she's kind of, like, pushes her in. She's like, please, th- thank you. I-, I have to see to William and my people. And he's like, oh, of course. You had to, you grew up, grew up a little bit quicker, I suppose. She sort of walks past them. And he just looks kind of forlorn, a little bittersweet. And Keller approaches William, and she looks up at you, and she's like, How did you... how did you accomplish this?
1: Like, Star, probably, nearby, steps over, and she's like, Well, um, I asked him if he wanted to come with us, and told him that Shadow here would let him know uh, what he could and couldn't eat. But I'm out of charges on my speak with animals, so uh, I'm not really sure. I, I would te- I would say, tell everybody inside that at night, um, they may not come back outside for any reason until dawn.
2: Why is he? Why is he pointing at me? <laughs> I pat him once. Oh, um. <laughs> uh. I thought it was twice
0: for no, 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 it was.
4: Twice <laughs> oh god!
1: Oh god! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I it's like, let's talk about that later. Um, Anyway, it was a long walk. Let's get inside.
2: There's a uh, outdoor patio area that um, William can probably hang out in, and as William is sort of walking around, out of nowhere, this cat that has been following you sort of no. tears through the grass and like slides in front of it and like arches its back and like does the jump back thing that cats do is like <laughs> and William is like rears back and like clutters away very fast like <laughs> obviously in fear and is what? just like Hah, <laughs> Hah. he's like
1: Hah. he's like up against the
4: building I get ready to pat him twice
2: <laughs> <laughs> he like shakily like points at it and the cat like does the swipes at it he's, <laughs> he pulls it <him> back <laughs> climbs up a tree, like, backwards.
1: Oh, God, that's funny. (laughs) Alright, well, Star's gonna say, Shadow, if you can, uh, show him around to the back and see if he wants to stay there, or, you know, I kinda just told him he has the forest, just to stick around here, keep watch. But, uh, careful when coming back inside.
4: Uh, yeah, I'll see, I'll see where he goes.
2: (laughs) He starts building, like, a web between a couple of the trees on the forest line.
3: Definitely let people know that that's there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna walk um, face first of that shit.
2: Okay, what, uh, what do you guys want to do?
0: Flint's probably just helping people unpack and, like, you know, setting up, like, Cooking areas and like maybe trying to get the start of a uh, area for Groth to start setting up to start smithing. I'd
3: and like, Louis. I'd like to work alongside Louis, understanding that, um, having a you know, to ha- have had a healing process in my own life, I know that like these things aren't always easy, and that you know there's not a lot of time for that, but at least maybe I can provide any kind of help, just at least working alongside him and providing comfort.
2: I imagine, uh, so yeah, Flint, you're you're helping people unpack and just sort of getting settled in. A boar runs by you inside, and you're like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Bo, I think you you sort of stick with Louis, but Louis finds Groth pretty quickly and <clears throat> kind of buries himself into talking about work here and and and, roll an insight if you will.
5: Yeah, which was exactly, exactly uh my suggestion for what Groth wanted to do it was like see louis looking a little dejected and be like i'll help this guy get a set a forge set up bury him in his work
2: yeah i think that is what happened i think you you saw that as well as Bo and and you guys sort of grouped up together there uh what'd you get
4: you
3: said uh insight yep i'm rolling on D &D beyond because my dice are shit tonight come on okay that's better than i've been doing 16
2: 16 okay yeah, he very quickly throws himself into his work, and, and you're getting kind of a bigger picture, Louis, and you get the sense, you know, uh, since you've seen him, he's either been drinking or working on repairs of Brambleton or, you know, building relationships. You get a sense that's his that's his coping, and with Groth, you know, they're on the outside sort of, uh, like... He- uh, what about right? What do you think about right here, Big Man? We can sort of arrange things, keep the fire and smoke away from everybody. Maybe it's a little quieter. Oh yes, of course. Angle it that I'm, way, and we just, which is yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's like, I, I'm thinking, um, maybe a couple of stones from the tree line. Uh, I, I think we could throw this together pretty quickly. What what sorts of metal are you working with?
5: Oh, lots of types, Louis. Including one, uh, you've seen that boar, right?
2: I, I seen, I, 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 got a glimpse of it. I mean, I, I have scrap at my shop. If we could find a way to get, get a shipment of materials, we could do wonders.
5: Of course, of course, I'll, uh, see if I can set up a quiet trail from here to Milton We'll need one. It's not the
0: road. Can Flynn can I overhear this? Sure. Uh, yeah, he'll just kind of walk in to see it. You're speaking of my bread and butter there, if you'd like to get something out of the town without anybody noticing.
5: <laughs> oh, no. That's, oh, we would. Maybe several times.
0: This place isn't going to do much if it's severed off from any kind of supply line, so that might be something that we should look into sooner rather than later.
2: I understand with the uh, trouble you went through. Uh, a sharpened sword in the hands of all these folks go a long way.
0: It's not gonna do much if, uh, the hand that's wielding it is unpractice, so we're gonna have to address that sooner rather than later as well.
2: Um... Meanwhile, uh, Lilac walks out, uh, Bark right beside and They seem to be talking about something and sort of nod and, and split apart, and Treebark comes up to, uh, Yuflit. Uh, and Grath for that matter and says. Um excuse me, uh I think you should gather your friends. We we need to discuss our next plan of attack.
5: Absolutely we do. Yeah, and Groth Let's start.
0: Can't get everybody organized. Or Before, kinda um, whip up some quick dinner for everybody.
3: Is this um with Louie involved? Like this is a massive meeting of, of, like, the more higher-up people who are doing shit kind of uh, Now that uh, he's here, I
5: would definitely be like, yeah, Louis.
2: Louis. Yeah. yeah for sure.
3: Okay. Um, I just wanted to, to, before, like, while everyone's kind of shuffling around getting their shit together for this little meeting, just, um, kind of approach Louie one-to-one and, and not not necessarily, like, you know, to the side or anything, just be like, Remember to take care of yourself, because without taking care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of the people that you love. And I think that's really important.
2: He turns to you and he says, I admire admire your faith. I admire that you can look into people and see things like that, but... I was born and raised in the way of Tog, the way of the hammer and the anvil. I know where my place of peace is.
3: Um, for once, this doesn't have to do with faith. This has to do with self-care. And I'll give him a little pat on the hand and, like, gesture to, like, the food being made and, like, this meeting to be an opportunity to, like, take care of yourself. And take, and, um, kind of, you know, let him say what he's going to say, but kind of like make way to, like, leave this and get ready for the meeting.
2: I so, when we get that forge up and running, I'd expect a couple of lessons from you. And he walks over and gets himself a bowl and gives you one and, and brings it back to you and he says, here. Thank you. And I imagine Flint, you whip together some sort of quick stew, something easy to sort of uh, warm the bones of the people who traveled. Which Some is everybody. salty
4: ham water. <laughs> yeah, the hot ham water. Mm. I think, um, unless someone specifically tells Shadow to come, she's just staying on the spider and just kind of both watching the spider and just kind of watching everyone move around.
2: Who's going to go get Shadow? Like I mean, Groth
1: did would, we all get told?
2: Uh, just Groth and Flitz. Okay. Yeah, Groth would would definitely
5: want little one in on this conversation. He would he would go out and find her, Digital one. Yeah. Uh, trying to decide what to do next here. We could uh, we could maybe use some wisdom of yours.
4: Oh, Gives okay. A smile. Hopefully, he lets me come back, and she'll kind of try to jump down (laughs) um and then but we'll like pet him before she goes and then like we'll how many times (laughs) just one pat slash pet like rub
2: he eats you
4: (laughs) and then uh she'll also like give him like a curtsy and then pull that squirrel that he gave her out of her pocket and throw Mm. it up in his web and then run away (laughs) okay
2: Who's Going to get Star and bow?
4: I thought I already knew this was happening because I was
3: near Groth and Louis Woodward. We oh, yeah, together. I guess
2: you were a part of that conversation. So, who's getting Star? Flint's cooking.
1: I can do it. Um, wait, where is Star? I think Star's probably standing or just kind of hanging out in the uh, courtyard of the, like, near the entrance, essentially just watching everyone pack it in and, uh, see if there's any. Like, just seeing if there's anything she can help with, yeah, but mostly just keeping an eye on things.
3: Okay. I'll stretch you and say, ready for a meeting?
1: Star nods and, uh, just starts heading in.
2: Okay. And you all shuffle in pretty quickly, and you guys are actually, uh, in the laboratory area where everybody else is kind of spread apart. And you guys enter in. Um, sort of pretty similar times, but you interrupt a loud conversation between Kella and Lilac, and you just kind of catch the tail end of of it, and Kella says, What do you expect me to do, Lilac? This isn't what I signed up for. I'm just an alchemist. She says, Kella, I I know I'm sorry, but you have to. You have to step up. She's like, I don't... And you guys enter, and she's like, She just kind of, like, throws herself into, like, uh, this concoction she's making. And uh, Everglade is with you guys, comes up, and he gives a nod to the Huani, and he says, All right. We need to discuss our plan. This goblin threat is becoming worse and worse every day, and I think we need to make a move on them. Do we
0: have an idea of where they're, uh... Hold up.
2: We saw patrols. We have an idea of... Where they're based around. Star
1: will say, um... I can only use it a few times a day. Uh, sometimes it doesn't always wait. I don't always wake up with full charges, but... Uh, I met a boar with some of the metal... That the goblins are riding... He is a, was able to give me some instruction on a rough idea of where they're at as well. Uh, you were
0: actually talking to that boar.
1: Yes, I was.
0: I figured you were just going daft. That's impressive.
1: Star rolls her eyes at you. <laughs> but she'll pull out... um. The, like, notepad or whatever that had what her and Shadow had written down or what she had had Shadow write down, I don't know. Um, that just has the rough directions and what the giant looked like, so that way everyone can sort of get an idea.
4: And I think if we got close, I would know.
2: It would be very valuable information.
5: That boar seems to think that, uh, I had something to do with the metal in the skin. I know I didn't. That means we may be walking into something, uh, a little more complicated than just a fight.
3: It's necrotic. Diffusing, I mean. It's necrotic. What does that mean? It means it's dark magic. It's undeath.
4: It's it's dead magic. Oh, god. You see a uh, like, shadowy greenish hand float next to you and it's like, and i'm like it's like that <laughs> exactly <laughs> So it's a lot
0: like the, it's a lot like the big boar that we killed in the cave
3: yes exactly if i had any good example that you have seen firsthand that'd be it
0: hmm. well if they've got that kind of power behind them then these people aren't going to be able to fight with just sticks and stones we're going to need better supplies and better weapons Kind of motion, like nods towards Groth.
5: Groth kind of nods towards Louis. (laughs)
2: Louis is asleep. Louis (laughs) nods towards himself.
0: (laughs) Well, I I can see what I can do in the meantime about securing supply lines, at least from Brambleton. What they don't have much, but it's more than we have now.
2: Well, unfortunately, you may not have that time. He looks over at the Hulani and she says, Yes, me and Tree are going to be leaving tonight. And, like, you s- visibly see Kella like, sort of hunch over more. She's angry and she says, Kella will be in charge until we return.
3: Where are you going?
2: We have... And she sort of eyes Flint and she says, We have an opportunity to get help maybe not in time to help with goblins but to help with the empire
0: makes sense you gotta start thinking about the bigger picture at some point
3: i turn to Flint and be like what's going on
0: I'll let I'll let Leafy Lilacly tell you if she wants to but business is kind of hers at this point
2: It's an opportunity that we can't squander. Even if we arm and train all of these people. And even if we kill the hell riders, unless we have actual killers, actual warriors, we don't stand a chance. You lot can spend all your time training this dozen men but how long will that take we need more. So you're going out.
3: Hiring. Is that what's happening?
0: Flint smiles to himself.
2: I think so. And Kela is like. She like slams her hand on the table. And she's like this is fucking stupid. And. Lilac says. Kella, Please. Look, I know this is a bad time for me and Tree to leave. I I said I'd go myself, but and Tree speaks up and he says, "Absolutely not. The Kravnak Mountains are a dangerous place, filled with giants and orcs, and hell dragons. I know pathways, I know hidden passes. Me and Lilac, we stand a chance to get to Grandma."
5: Um, Groth hearing the word Kravnox fucking like was maybe almost kind of dozing off, uh perks straight the fuck up and says The Kravnox, do you know? that are getting cold. Colder than last year. Colder than the year before.
2: Yes. I have heard reports of some of our agents in the Kravnox. Many of them don't come back. Which is why I can't allow Lilac to do this alone.
1: Star wants to kind of speak up. I think she's been standing very astute, hands kind of behind her back, tail maybe just pointed, or like down, but she will say, Well... I well I do think it's not a bad idea to go out and find help. I think that without the two of you this compound may break down and not because the great people here don't believe in you but because they need direction. You are their leaders. Kella is a fantastic leader as well, but she needs your help. And I mean, truthfully, if you're going around hiring people to do jobs... I mean, not to volunteer us for anything we're not prepared for, but we're a whole party of seasoned travelers, seasoned fighters. Perhaps consider hiring us as your first go-about, so that way you may stay here and protect these people and build your compound so that way you're ready when we come back with help.
2: There wisdom in your words. I can hear that, but we're running out of time.
3: The problem is, there's an extreme example of what happened just here, just now, why we moved. Does that not mean anything to you? Like, that, the fact that this happened and we were all together, that's why that happened. If we're all together, we there's strength in numbers. And I understand your point of view, and and I hope that you understand mine, but... If there's a perfect example of why we should not split up, it was today, and it was now, and that it's exactly what's going on right now.
0: Flint kind of perks up and just says, "Um, You know, the, the best gamblers that I know, they weren't just lucky. They, they knew when to take risks, and they knew when to play it safe. If we supposedly play it safe now... And I say we because we are all involved in this at this point. If we play it safe now, it's only a matter of time before those Hellriders find us. Before we get stamped out. If we stay here and hold up, we will get... The whole world, or the whole forest will burn down around us. Maybe even literally.
5: There's nothing you'd go into the Kravnox for that isn't worth going into the fucking Kravnox for. I'll ask no more questions, but uh, be careful up there.
2: Tree Bark leans forward on the counter and puts his fingers sort of stress, stretched out, like putting pressure on the tips, and he says, I see what you are saying, and you are wise. But I think I have a plan. Right now, we did move, and we moved because we were compromised, and we paid dearly. However, we sit At an opportunity I don't think we'll get again. Right now, neither of our enemies know where we are. They don't know where we we reside, though we are not far from where we've been. I tried to talk Lilac out of going through Kravnok, because Kravnok is the. Kravnok is a place where many go to die. However,. If we, if we can, and I'm not a gambler. I'm not, I'm not like the dwarf. I take calculated chances and risks. I don't gamble. However, if you five can put pressure on the goblins, keep them playing reactively, hit them at home, Give us time. Then we'll be more prepared for the bigger threat.
3: One more thing, though. There's not just goblins. What about, I have to report back, and they're going to come probably investigate my claims that I've made for you, for all of you. And I wouldn't take that back for a second, but if they come back and you're gone and something happens... I don't know what I'd do. Of course I'd do everything in my power to protect everyone here. But I guess what I'm asking is, what's your timeline? What do, how are we supposed to hold all of this down? Goblins, Hellriders, everything.
2: It's not just you. The parts you will play will be the goblins. The Hellriders shouldn't be back for another four or five days. Louis, I trust you can handle another encounter. Louis speaks up and says, I've done it enough times to know how to keep our heads down." He says, yes, we'll buy our time. If we can keep, I, I know you have a job to do and report, and I understand they will be searching the manor. But ideally. And hopefully they won't find anything none of this is perfect but i think this is our best shot
3: this is probably one of the first times that bo gets like visibly angry and it's like i have put everything i have on the line here and if we have to go through another one of these threats another one of these hell riders coming through like this and we fail what do you think is going to happen? This is such a high-stake moment that I've been threatened by my entire life. And if I fail now, with all of you under my care and under where people that I want to protect, it would be the biggest failure of my life. And I'm not sure if I'm willing to, to, to do that.
5: Groth also visibly agitated and feeding off of Bo's obvious ag- agitation. He's going to say, holy man, did you not hear what I said? There's nothing you'd go into the Karavnox for that isn't worth going into the Kravnox for. If they're going up there, there's a bigger reason than any of these things that are happening in our immediate world. And I believe that in my heart.
2: And Caleb just sort of turns around and she Will you for once listen? She speaks the truth. What is the risk here that you—that we lose our leader? That we sit in this old alchemy lab till we starve to death? And Lilac sort of like, slams her hands on the table and stands up and says, Do you think I don't know the risks? Do you think I already haven't gambled and lost and know what happens when you lose when it comes to the Hellriders? We are the resistance. We are not the the hidden alcove of of sanctuary and cowardness. We are resistance. We either stop the Hellriders or perish. And that comes at a cost, and that comes with risks. But we need more help.
0: Kela, leaders... Leaders are soldiers as well. They perish just like the rest of us. You have to be ready to accept that, and you have to be willing to step up and do what is necessary if that time comes.
3: But we are ready to burn the Hellriders to the ground soon. Now, why not now? If you leave, when? When?
2: You—we're not strong enough yet. Could barely feed our people. Say we—we. We... Burn the Hellriders, and what? Even if we're successful, okay? A legion of Blackreach soldiers marches. An Inquisitor shows up. Might as well hang ourselves in the forest and make it easier for everybody.
1: Star wants, like, I think Star at this point is sort of grabbing her brow, and she will just say. I understand if we can't talk you out of going. That being said, I don't know how much time me and my party can stay here. Not that I'm going to abandon you. I would never do that. But we have missions of our own as well. So we all need to act accordingly. And Star sort of like looks around and tries to spot Max. And um, she'll say, Max, Maximus, I need... I need you over here for a moment.
2: He flies down and he's like,
1: Didn't really want to interrupt. This seems kind of heavy. Star just says, You've been here for a very long time. You know what most of these books are about, I assume. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, I I read.
1: Okay. Do you think you could help Kella with her alchemy? Do you think that you could show her the books that she needs to... Learn more about what her mother's craft was, so she can step her game up a little bit. He you needs yeah, your hell help. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, Star says, "I, we all would appreciate your help. The two of you will kind of be this place's saving grace. We're depending on you."
2: Killa speaks up, and she says, "I can, I can do it." Maximus "Helps me quite a bit."
0: Um, knowing kind of what Flint knows, how long does, how long does, is it going to take roughly for them to get to their destination and get back?
2: Um, hard to account for. It is a smaller group, uh, and you know that Treebark like said he two? had, yeah, so Treebark said he had some ins and out, but probably, yeah, probably about better part of two weeks.
0: Okay. So yeah, Flint's just going to, yeah, chime in to say, uh, we've held out this long, uh, we can give them the two weeks that they need, I think. We'll dig in, keep our heads down, keep an eye on the goblins. It's all we can do right now, anyway. This is
5: kind Louis of... and I have got a project that, uh, could use just about that much time, anyway.
3: Um, this is kind of weird, but I think it might be kind of cool. Because I have this spell called Calm Emotions that's, like, 20 foot... Radius. I don't know how like close like who would be in that, or if we're in, like a, you know around a table. Would be you can hit all.
2: everybody with that. Yeah. Sure.
3: Um, it's just it says you suppress any effect causing target to be charmed or frightened, and I'm wondering if like if that would literally just take away the emotion of fear, so we can speak our truthful, most truthful truths without the fear behind it, and and it doesn't like it's not it's kind of not it's not exactly a charming effect. It's it just kind of happens and it goes away. It doesn't it doesn't really like let them know it doesn't really do anything like that it's just I th- it's if they're hostile they'll, they'll no longer be hostile but then they can become hostile but like their emotions come back and i'm wondering if that's something i can do
2: i think you can definitely ten- ease the tension in the room but i think what you're describing is more of like a zone of truth spell
3: well it says suppress any effect causing a target to be charmed or frightened
4: i don't right, think and- i don't think she's trying to like get them to like she thinks they're lying i think no she no
2: i I understand, but all I'm saying is you can definitely, like, take the tenseness and the edge off of the room.
3: But what I'm saying is it specifically says frightened, and if we could take the fear away from from the situation, then I think a lot of people would speak a lot differently or say exactly what they mean or what they need versus in a very emotional standpoint.
2: Uh, sure. Is there a save or anything?
3: Um, It's concentration up to one minute, and it's 20 foot sphere centered on a point you choose within range must make charisma saving throw. A creature can choose to fail this saving throw if it wishes.
2: Okay. So Are you casting this? Yeah, I want to try. Okay, so, uh... On everybody, I assume?
4: I mean, 20 foot radius is like the whole room, probably.
2: Yeah, okay, so everybody roll charisma save. Um... And what's your, DC?
3: Oh, thirteen. Okay. And you can choose to fail it, like it's, or if you want, it, it doesn't matter. Well, I
0: guess to, to clarify, what does failing it do exactly? Well, it says versus passing. If Cons- your creature
3: fails its saving throw, choose one of the following two effects. Um,
0: so if you pass, can you continue to be influenced by fear or whatever?
3: N- well, if you pass, then you don't get affected at all. Okay. But um if you if you don't pass them what I want would want to happen would be like that your fear would leave you for one minute and you could express yourself without that fear.
0: I would say you can infer as much of it as you can from anything else but I would say that like Flint's not actually really emotionally like invested in this conversation okay. one way or the other.
2: And I'll say with that Kella sort of takes a deep breath and is like <sighs> and she just says Lilac, I I can't lose you. We can't lose you. You're you're the face of this, you're the drive of this, and can't lose another friend. And Lilac says, I know. But Lilac looks up and she says, Don't use spells to find out how I'm feeling. Don't tamper with my emotions. I am well aware of the choice I'm making. And I've already made it.
3: I'm allowing a space without fear. Who wouldn't want that? Just for one minute.
2: You're not allowing, you're pushing it. And give me an insight.
3: Why is I shouldn't have rolled on my fucking dice? It's a seven.
2: Yeah, I mean she's she definitely was not affected by the spell, and you can see that she's irritated. How'd she know? It's, I mean, you're casting a spell. It's it's probably verbal, somatic.
3: I mean, I probably I wouldn't have wanted anyone to know, and it doesn't say that they, they're like charmed. It's not like a charm spell where they know. After yeah, but the actual
0: act of casting you're a spell casting sometimes is pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, well, uh, I wanted
3: may, maybe I maybe I should have done it stealthily. I don't know that's kind of was what I thought I was doing. I
2: don't know if you really can with like a verbal yeah. or somatic. I mean, so just to give you a little mechanical behind the scenes, like a sorcerer can has an ability to do like a silent spell, but I have it. You would have to ha- huh?
4: I do have that.
2: Yeah, you would have to do somatic and verbal components. Where so like does it say be, that? Uh, it's under components on the common motions. Says VNS.
3: Oh, I see. Okay.
2: So
0: like um, if something's just only on touch, you could do it like stealthily if the person didn't really notice you like touch I mean they would notice you touching them, but
2: it would be very situational. And at this point, Lilac stands up and she says, We need to pack and leave. I hope you'll help us and I hope you'll put pressure on the goblins. But we're leaving tonight. She gives a nod to Tree Bark and Tree Bark does, and she goes and she says, Kella. I'm sorry. And goes in for a hug. And that's where we'll leave it for the this week's episode of the Reroll Podcast. Emotions oh, are high. God.
0: Flint Emotions is higher.
2: Or <laughs> low because I suppressed them. <laughs>
3: Nobody cares. I just but. wanted to know what would happen if I suppressed one minute of fear. What would people say? Right. But like yeah. I don't really know how that would work, you know. But I wanted to see what would happen.
4: I think the Shadow uh, gets a spike. Hella calmed down a bit and expressed what she was actually getting like held up on there.
2: Right. Yeah. So you you definitely yeah, definitely a little insight there. But uh alright. Good job, guys. Okay. Cool. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rell, and all characters within, are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are Hellbets on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.